BJJ Matt Times. Today I had the opportunity to sit down and talk with Wes, a purple belt from North Coast Jiu-Jitsu in Vista, California. We had some great conversations about Jiu-Jitsu and about the gym. And I uh, will say this one is a little longer than the previous episodes. This one's getting closer to an hour and a half. But uh, I, I hope you stick around for it and I hope you enjoy the conversation. All right, Wes. So here we are on the BJJ Met Times podcast. Um, Wes and I both train at uh, North Coast Jiu-Jitsu over in Vista, California. Um, and we thought we'd have a conversation today about some jiu-jitsu. A little sit-down. A little sit-down. Uh, so today, just to kick it off, dude, uh, say, hey, what, what's your current belt? How long you been training? And, you know, hey, you know, when when'd you start? Oh, wow, that's a, that's a deep subject. Uh, let's see. Where do I start here? Um, so the reason why I started is probably a better question. Yeah, I, 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 I was going to ask that because I know we've talked about that yeah. from time to time, you know? Yeah, so I had, yeah. uh, I just got back from, uh, for those that don't know, I, I race cars and, and work on cars and go to track events all the time. Mm -hmm. And and I was racing in Fontana and my buddy was like, hey man, won't you stay in my hotel tonight? We'll race tomorrow. I need you to help me. And my wife had called. She's like, oh, just come home. I, I, I'm making dinner. Like she cooks really good. And like. Carly's awesome, right? And so I came home. I got home at 10 o'clock. I fell asleep hard. And 2 o'clock in the morning, Carly pokes me. Hey, hey, there's somebody in the backyard. And I was like, okay. I get up and I'm like, hey. And I yelled something pretty bad at him. And then I woke up, right? Then I was like, what do I do? And there's two guys in all black in my backyard with hoodies and I'm a big guy at this point. I think I was like 248 or 250. And I'm like, dude, what am I going to do to these guys? Like I can fight, right? Or I thought. And I, I had no idea, right? I had no idea. I went searching for my gun. I couldn't find it. Uh, and when I did find it, it, it if they wanted in, they could have came in and it was too late, right? Yeah. I was too late. I was not prepared. My wife was not prepared. She was with the kid and I said, if anybody comes down the hallway, I gave her a shotgun, by the way, anybody comes down the hallway, shoot him. I'll identify that I'm coming down the hallway and you will know yeah. my son never woke up. The next day I told her brother, which trained at uh, Dan Henderson's in Oceanside, um, with MMA and all kinds of other stuff. And he's like, hey, man, I've been rolling uh, jujitsu. You should come and try it out. It'll be healthy for you. You'll feel better. You'll get stronger. You'll learn how to fight. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, I, you're, I, I'm bigger than you. I can beat you up. Yeah. Kind of, kind of mentality. And, you know, I always walk down places like thinking like, oh, I, I'm a tough guy or, or not tough, but like I'm big. So therefore you can't touch me, you know, unless you're bigger than me. That, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. And so I went and tried it and I got beat up by, by like, a 19-year-old Marine kid that was a white belt that had been training for six months. I got beat up by a doctor. You know, I got beat up by a girl. I got beat up by, like, everybody beat me up. I got wrist locked the first day I went in there by <laughs> by, by Professor Tim Sled. The wrist lock. And then, awesome. And, uh, you know, because I trained at a different spot before Jake's. Yeah. Um, and so I was sold. I was absolutely sold at that point because – the 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 thing that you think that you're tough or big or small or fast or whatever you think in your own head it's absolutely not true if you don't train 
And even when you do train, you're still not the toughest of the tough. There's guys out there that can walk up to you and just demolish you. They're there. Mm-hmm. They're they're out there. Oh yeah. And that's that's where that got me to train harder or more. Or and and when I first started, I trained four or five times a week, just like you did. And I was getting after it. Then I constantly got injured, and I was like, injured. I gotta back down. So, in a nutshell, that's where I started. Uh, I started in 2016, and um, yeah, that's that's that, that, that's the basics of why I got into it. The uh, and, and what what uh, so you right now you're a purple belt, purple belt, purple belt. one stripe. Oh yeah, so much. So you've been training for five years now. Then, yeah, yeah, five years. Well, and so what other? So you said you trained at some other schools. So what? What were the other schools you trained at before uh, coming over to North Coast? So I trained at. Uh, it was called Small Axe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a branch of Atos San Diego headquarters. Uh, Tim Sled was the main instructor there. He unfortunately had some family issues, had to leave town and go back to Indiana, and then um, basically. Uh, coach Charlie took over the gym Mm -hmm. and then at some point there was uh, uh, somebody had bought the gym and then that didn't work out so then Charlie was like well I'm going to start a gym a half a block from this gym (laughs) you guys are more than welcome to come over and he did that and that was CSG 360 I trained there for another year Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was over in Oceanside yeah okay Yeah. yeah and so and so then I ended up you know, I wanted to switch things up. So then I came to Jake. I knew he was starting a Mm -hmm. gym and it was cool because I I actually met Jake outside of his gym when he was installing all the mats the first time. Okay. And I was like, Hey bro, like I'd love to train with you guys. Mm -hmm. I train over here. What do you think? He's like, well, what belt are you? And I think I was either a four or I only had one stripe on my white belt. Yeah. I never had any other stripes. And and then I went to blue belt after Mm -hmm. a competition or something like that. And he's like, yeah, just come in, you know, and train. And cause he wanted to get more people on the mats and stuff like that. And then Taylor started coming in yeah. and a couple other people started coming in. And it was like rad. Like I was like, okay, cool. This is like a different viewpoint. So then I made a decision because uh, my wife actually ended up getting hurt at, a, at the other gym where she broke her collarbone getting shown something. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of pushed me over the edge. Um, accidents happen and stuff like that. But like for me, yeah. it was a little too far too much. Mm-hmm. And that's why I decided to switch gyms Yeah, that, and a couple other reasons I won't really discuss, but, um, it was cool. And ever since then, like Jake took me in and at the time Chris took me in and that was, that was really rad because I needed that, um, that push from them to try to continue to, 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 get better as a as a blue belt because i came in as a no stripe blue belt yeah and you know you think like oh i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm awesome and you know you're just a blue belt and you don't know you don't know that you're you know you you can't unless you videotape yourself you don't know you don't know how good or bad you are you can say that you're horrible but somebody might view you as like hey dude you're actually doing well yeah you know like for an example like like I, I don't want to call in individually people mm-hmm. out, but I'm just going to say like Joaquin, like the guy's been training less than a year and he's getting good. You know, like I know he knows he's getting good, but he's still a white belt, you know, or still a blue belt in, you know, six months, a it's year funny. from now. But yeah. like, but you know what I mean? Like I, I rolled with him last night and I'm like, dude, like 
you're you're a problem, bro. (laughs) You know, like, and some people have that and some people don't. And maybe he's striving for that, for that next belt or whatever else it might be, you know? I'll just say I I always laugh when when I roll with Joaquin because I'm like, I I know when I roll roll with him. It's 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 gonna be around, yeah. Like 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 we're gonna move. It's a tussle, yeah. And, and I know we're we're gonna be going back and forth. And uh, um, I, I was thinking of this thing earlier, and and and, and it was something like the three rules of jujitsu: one, always stay on top; two, if you're on the bottom, get to the top; yeah. three, three, if you're, and it's like three, if you're struggling on the bottom, remember rule number one: right. get to, you know, stay on top. top. You know, it's something like that. And I was laughing about that because uh, um, Joaquin and I rolled on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, here we go. It's going to be another hard one." I'm like, "Okay, just stay on top on this one. Stay on top." Well, because uh, I was dying already. To be honest, like I, it was like right near the end of the end of the night. Yeah. I was like, "I'm dying right now." Here's yeah. the thing: is that, and and I've been told yeah. this by my last professor. You don't know what you're doing well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in other words, like if you're scrambling and getting out of side control and you're scrambling to do it, but you're doing the right things, mm-hmm. or maybe like my example of eight, uh, one through 10, like you, like, yes. like, yeah. like you and I mm-hmm. are one through 10 right now where I keep making the, 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 the analogy that Jake is one, a, one B, one C, and maybe that goes through one through the alphabet, right? Yeah. And and we're one and we skip to three. And then we go to seven. And then there's ten, right? So so that like that's my examples yeah. of like and Joaquin may be going one through ten and not knowing that he's doing it, or or just say uh Chomp for an example. Like, I love brother Chomp. Like he's doing yeah. so many things that are right. And it's cool because um you know, one of the prime examples was last night um, watching him and uh, Joaquin roll. Yeah. And it was like, dude, they're getting after it. Like, they're yeah, like, dude, that was awesome last night watching and, those two. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and then also, too, is like part of the dynamic at the gym was so funny. And, and sometimes you need those little reminders of like why you go to the gym and mm-hmm. why everything goes. And when you were off the mats and everybody's like, who's that guy off the mats? And then like, yeah. That Taylor and Justin were starting to make fun of you a little bit because, like, oh yeah, because you didn't have your gi on, yeah. And then they're like, "Is that Ray? We don't know if that's Ray." And then, and then as soon as you put on your gi, everybody's like, "Oh, Ray!" Yeah. <laughs> and like the whole gym, like, it, like it was all laughter, dude. And I was like, "This is home." Yeah, this is home. Yeah. That that was the feeling that you don't get very often. Mm-hmm. You don't get that 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 okay, I belong here type yeah. of feeling. I don't. At least I don't. And and I got that last night. Yeah, I got that feeling of like, all right, cool. Like I get, I get this place. Like I get it, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And and I think like, so any of us, uh, anybody can train anywhere and learn jujitsu anywhere. And I think what keeps you at a place is the it's the it's the community and the people uh, around you. And I mean, in in the atmosphere that the I, I don't know if the correct word is the management structure or whatever, but I'll just say like like the leadership structure at an academy is what builds the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what, I mean, and that's what it comes down to. And I, and I, I repeatedly hear people say that, Hey, you know, it's, it's, you guys are really cool. It's a welcoming gym. Um, and, and I feel good here. I feel like at home here. And, and I think that's something that, that you have to build if you want to 
build it's not that's something you have to have if you want to have enough trust to roll with someone and um because you're in a very compromised position mm-hmm. when you're when you're drilling with someone when you're training with someone and you have to trust them you have to trust that they're just not going to wrench on your neck you know rip your arm back they're going to give you those those few seconds in in that that atmosphere that that is built leads into the community which helps build the trust to be able to trust one another with what we do and and what i say so when you go to another school right mm-hmm. you ever knows that first round is real like okay let's feel this out right because you don't know if they're going to go a thousand miles an hour or grab a hold of your if you're in key uh grab a hold of your collar and just start ripping and and, and going for it i mean i've seen it happen yeah but um you know, you have to, it, it comes down to that trust when you're, you're, you have to trust who you're rolling with. And, and I believe like some of that's implied in doing jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, sure. and, and, and I think that's, that's when you see someone come from another school come in and the first thing that people look at, as I always say, is their belt that they want to know where they're at. I think a lot of, sure, yeah. and, and the reason I think why is because like for me, when I look at it, I want to know, okay. If this person is a blue belt or a purple belt or a, a brown belt, or whatever, there, there's a level of of um, not not so much skill, but um, a level of knowing jujitsu that I think that they they understand when to start and when to stop. I, I think yeah. the what you're describing to mm-hmm. me uh, yeah. refers to pecking order. You yeah, know, like, mean, yeah, like yeah. like in a in a in a chicken coop. Oh, chickens! Chickens yeah. lay eggs. Yeah. Eggs are delicious. Yeah, well, I, had, <laughs> I had I had five chickens, so I yeah. understand. Um, what I'm kind of referring mm-hmm. to is that you know that that person has been pecked. You know that person has pecked somebody. You yeah, know that person. Mm-hmm. So they put in some time, right? Yeah, and you know they 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 at least understand that that mentality. And for me, if somebody comes into the gym. And they have that I'm gonna kill everybody in here mentality. Mm-hmm. That's when you know it's like okay, that's got to kick in, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to to show this guy our jujitsu doesn't suck. Yeah. Or hey, you can't just mm-hmm. come in here and, and try to clean clean house, right? Well, why and isn't it always you that they try to clean up though? I'm the bigger guy. <laughs> 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 no, I, I don't think it's always me. I think it's I think it's just when people come in, they want to test their jujitsu. Mm-hmm. That's that's natural. I think. Yeah, that's, I, I think so too. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I don't think, I, and I don't see anything mm-hmm. big about that. As Either long as yeah. you know, if they're doing the pecking order thing, as long as they're not trying to rip your arm off. Malicious yeah. intent is probably the least thing that should be in jujitsu. Yeah, you, I, I agree. If yeah. you have malicious intent towards mm-hmm. somebody in the gym that is not your gym, yeah, or that thing, or or even in within your gym, you, you really need to step back and figure out how you need to calm that down. Yeah, because or maybe it's the other person that's causing that for your intent to go off that, right? So, in other words, if a new white belt comes in and has no idea what he's doing or for say he's like an old wrestler and has that wrestling mentality. Yeah. You as an upper belt can probably put some of that malicious intent with other upper belts. And when I'm saying upper belts, like a four stripe white belt and above or two stripe, who who, who cares right? Yeah. at that point. But that's when you go back to the gym mentality. Mm-hmm. I think most gyms will try to squash that. 
right? Because yeah, they I believe want, so too. They don't want that guy looking at somebody else and go, I don't want to rule that guy. He's dangerous. Like yeah. he sucks. Like or or he'll knee me in the face or kick me, right? Like we've all been kicked. We've yeah, all like, been hit. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're just going along drilling and Adam decides to kick you in the nose. I mean, <laughs> who knows? It could happen. Well, I look so at it every to, day in the mirror. Go, he's so used man, to squats. I'm just kidding. Yeah. He's so used to dude, squats. I'll tell you, I love rolling with Adam. Yeah, he, he's great, he, dude. He's so strong, so strong on I the mat. It. Like, like his positioning, his his uh, strength. Um, it, it's it's awesome. So I, love, we, I love rolling with that guy. We need that, yeah. right? We oh, need totally. That. And totally. and so when he yeah. started, he yeah. first started. I kind of pulled a, uh, a fast one on him. Yeah. So I I had some. Uh, family kind of best friends. They had they, the little seven year old had passed away, so I haven't been coming in. Mm-hmm. Been kind of dealing with that. They were my best friends, neighbors, all that stuff. Yeah. So I hadn't been coming in at all. And then I came in one day, and it was when we had class upstairs, the beginning class, and I forgot my belt. Oh man, I forgot my belt. So this like, is where the great stories yeah. always start. So. <laughs> I go and I, hey, Jake, I forgot my belt. He's like, well, go put on a white belt. I'm like, all right. And when I do that, I purposely tie it funky. <laughs> I tie it wrong, right? Like, like That's so awesome. Yeah, it's, it's great. So I tied it all funny where it was like straight up and down. You know, like, yeah. like okay, if I'm going to goof and wear this, I'm going to be goofy yeah. about it. And then uh, we we're, we're in a gi. And Adam's there and he's like a, he's a big dude. Like, he's, oh yeah, he's taller than me. I don't know if I'm, I physically probably weigh a lot more than him, but he's a big dude too. Yeah. He, and, and it was like his first, he would probably train there for two months and never seen me or maybe he saw me in the upper, other classes, but never put two and two together. So I had the white belt on and then he starts like, you know, he's he, at that point he was throwing around all the other white belts cause he's a big, strong dude. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And then he rolls with me and I was like, Oh, okay. This is funny. To me, I was like, it's kind of messed up, but it was funny, right? Yeah. And so I started throwing him around and everything else. And and the first comment he said to me, he goes, This is what it's like to be thrown around by another big dude. And I was like, I <laughs> gotta share funny. something with you, Adam. I'm not a white belt. And he's like, Ah, I knew it. And he's I like, do it. Like Dave Chappelle, I gotcha. <laughs> and it was gotcha. like <laughs> and uh, it was kind of funny, uh, because that whole aspect of things mm-hmm. with Adam. He was like, oh, okay, cool. Because, you know, I don't know his mentality, but like some people might quit because they're not getting hard enough rounds. Yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen people. And I think with Adam, with his mentality and lifting and mm-hmm. just always getting after it, he needs that person to uh, test his skills. Yeah. Same same here. Because if you go into a gym long enough and no one, nobody's beating you, nobody's putting you in compromising positions, either you're like the best person ever, you know, or you need somebody sometimes to give you a different outlook of like, wow, this person did this. Holy crap. I don't want to be there ever again. Yeah. I, I know I get humbled mm-hmm. daily. Every time I roll there, it's like, yeah. I well, get humbled. I think a lot of it is, is so growth doesn't come through doing the easy stuff. And and I say this regularly, I don't even remember where I got it from, but I said, you don't get good at the hard stuff by doing the easy stuff. And if you keep doing easy rounds, easy rounds, you don't push yourself, you're not going to grow. Um, you're never going to be able to, to, to really thrive in those hard rounds because Mm -hmm. you've always done easy rounds. Um, growth is never achieved through going down the easy path. And, and, and it's the same with what we do in jujitsu is, is like, um, and, and I'll say like, I do not train, hard every day of the week right. I, I physically can't yeah me can't do it me um usually i i reserve 
my harder nights, typically for Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, not always, but I have to shift them around depending on how I feel. Noted. Noted. <laughs> yes. Um, but but uh, uh, typically, I'm going to seek out people who I see going harder on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Mondays is usually oh man, like I got to get moving, like like just just get my body moving yeah. from you know the weekend and then and then Fridays Fridays are hit and miss for me, but um uh, usually I try to go hard or harder two nights a week. Um, I, I enjoy drilling a lot. I, I enjoy the drilling, and that that's why actually why I, I I go in more often when I can, um and and I just go in and do the drilling and then kind of. In the live rounds, I, I I seek a position and just try to run through it. And sometimes I get smashed, sometimes I don't. Um, but but I think the the intensity I have I have pre planned intensity. Yeah, we we've, <laughs> you know, we've discussed yeah. that where mm-hmm. you have a plan before you go in. Yeah. I always have a plan before mm-hmm. I go in, and then those plans get thrown out yeah. as soon as I roll. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And I've been finding lately that I've just close my eyes during rolling yeah and i go to what i feel like your body's doing or somebody else's Mm -hmm. and it sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but what uh what the main thing i wanted to go back is that you were just talking about Mm -hmm. you know the intensity and 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 that kind of thing and i had the luxury to see you when you first started oh yeah when you first came in you know like i think yeah I think the the grind and the pressure, I know what you've been through because I've been through that mm-hmm. and I put you through that purposely to build you up. And and when they say like iron shapes iron or rock yeah. rock crushes rock, I don't know. But <laughs> hoagie but, shapes hoagie. But I yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> hoagie battalion rise. Well well both I'm of sorry. us had <laughs> had definitely we have our issues with weight and stuff like that, up and down. At least I do. And yeah. and I say you do too yeah. because you're very similar similar to me of like we can we can like eat too much or like eat a hamburger and be like dude, dang you dude know, I gained like seven pounds bro you know I love pizza yeah. and cheeseburgers but hey I will preface it with this though I got to preface it with this though when I first came to the gym I was two hundred and seventy pounds so a little over two hundred and seventy pounds yep. when I first showed up to the gym um. My cardio was not good. I was still strong because I was lifting a lot back then. Your cardio was, it was really ter- bad. It was terrible. Really bad. Um, and, you know, 270 pounds. And I remember three people would roll with me most of the time. And it was you, Sean, and Chance. Hmm. Outside of that, like, it was like, and I understand because I was 270 pounds. I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't small. I was this white belt who just stepped in here who's 270 pounds and I was fairly strong. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know if I controlled myself back then or not. Um, but, but I, I will say that like, Hey, and I remember rolling with you, I, you and I spent a lot of time on the mats, especially that first year or so, mm-hmm. um, open mats training five o'clock class, six o'clock class, uh, a lot of time at open mats. And, uh, that shaped a lot of how I actually roll today because of that extra time that we spent. Obviously, you know, the, the Academy itself yeah, shapes everybody. the entirety of how we roll. Right. But, um, if you look at a lot of the moves that I consistently do today, that all goes back to that first six months that we spent on those open mats. The smash, um, smash, smash. <laughs> um, and, 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 uh, dude, the, the, the paper cutter choke. Mm-hmm. never forget that and why 
because five days out from that first competition I did, we're sitting there at open mat or five yeah. or six days out. Yeah. You're like, hey, do this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And you got it from like a mount position. I forgot that guy's name, but he had like a really rad name. And I saw him on the way up to that mm-hmm. conversa- com- yeah. competition. Yeah. And I saw him, but he had like a Gracie sticker on the back. And I go, and I think I, I think I even took a photo of the guy or like, mm-hmm. like, and I was like, Hey, here's your competition's heading up. Right. And you're like, yeah, whatever. And I'm thinking the guy's like a black belt or something like that. Yeah. Like I had no idea. And you ended up rolling with the dude and becoming friends with him. Yeah. And I, I forgot his name. I wish I knew it. Cause he, he's, He's a cool guy. Yeah. I, I, I met him somewhere else. And I think, I don't know if you got it on him, but you ended up rolling with the guy. But what was rad is that you, you, you won, I think that competition and you got something that was like kind of unorthodox, but it, it actually worked for you really well. And I don't think you've used it again since then. Like, Oh, I don't see you haven't used it on me. So I don't know, you know, that's cause you know, it's coming. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> but because it's like part of my go-to moves yeah. maybe not that particularly i go into side control with that but uh it was kind of cool because you did do that and 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 what's cool is when you can actually help somebody actually go and and figure out where that next step is or that one b one c is yeah. you know because they're missing or they're going one four six mm-hmm. back to three and then 10 trying to finish right away. And you're like, bro, you need, you skipped a lot of things. Like yeah, a lot of them in between and, there. And when you can go like, okay, let's just go to one to 10 and then you actually get it. That's what's cool. Yes. So that, uh, I, I remember that, uh, that, that competition, uh, that, that was, that was challenging. That, that, and you know what? Here, here's the crazy thing. I've never won anything ever like in a competition. Mm-hmm. That was the very first time that I had actually, and I mean, as like, like I, I actually should take it back. Like back when I used to do BMX racing back uh-huh. in the day, like I would win, win there. Yeah. It, it, and, but doing that as a, as a teenager, mm-hmm. totally different than as a, uh, as an adult, the competitions that I've entered into as adult through the Highland games and everything, never won, ne- never won anything. And that was the first time where I'd entered into something and like, Oh, I won. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. It, it was an interesting feeling. And I, re- I remember that that from there I'm like dang madness I might it was be, fun yeah i might be really good at this <laughs> nah, it wasn't that it was just fun i could be white belt world yeah. champion here we go yeah no it, what's cool yeah. is that um you know it takes you back because i raced bmx too when yeah. i was a kid mm-hmm. I, I started at 15 i worked at a bike shop nice i did all kinds of stuff there i actually ended up uh racing a lot of nationals and a lot of local stuff in temecula um and that kind of thing and what's right about it is that you have that competition mindset. And I think that's really what helped me through my job and my career yeah. in racing. And, and how do I physically check off things that on my bike that I can do better on, you know, or like with jujitsu, how do I physically put my body or my, if my spats make me not mobile because yes. they're one size too small, like spats. Like on Friday, I'm like, dude, I can't move my legs right now. My spats are like kind of tight. Like, like, man, I'm gonna have to cut back yeah. on these cheeseburgers a little bit <laughs> or something, right? Like, and uh, it was crazy because I'm like, my, I, I don't feel like I can. I have the movement, and I didn't for a while until I like I kind of stretched them. I almost yeah. want to just, dude, 
a free ball it and just so, go <laughs> you know, kidding just kidding so so like hey, that that adds to like some of the things like like how do you think you know jujitsu has changed your life outside the mat like i mean i mean we all talk about like on the mat and stuff and i mean how do you think it applies to things you've done outside uh, outside of you know, well just the mat with with, yeah. with anything yeah. that you go through mm-hmm. in in life you yeah. you have your ups and downs and i've definitely had my share of downs mm-hmm. and ups yeah and i think it's the um the ups that you kind of strive for. Mm-hmm. And then, so when the downs hit, you're always striving for the ups and there's no middle ground. Right. And jujitsu for me helps me maintain that middle ground Yeah, and be more like level. And also the, 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 if you go back to like, uh, having a brotherhood or tribe or you go, yeah. cause there's a lot of women that show up to our mm-hmm. um, academy, which is awesome. Like that's a huge positive. Um, when your gym has has women that that come and roll mm-hmm. on a regular basis, that's that's huge, and um, the 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 positive of having them the family out inside the the preachers that come to our gym, mm-hmm. you know, like we have a preacher, awesome. We we have we have that family outside of our family, and yeah. I think that's the most positive thing that I have or can speak about jujitsu. If you have that, that environment inside your gym. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think that like, I, I look back and, and I like the, I like to understand things and I like to see things from a, a more encompassing view. And, and I like that we have just a community and a collective of people that have different experiences and we can talk about things not only on the mat, but out, you know, off the mat as well and, and be able to, to have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like, for me, like when I look at on the mat, off the mat and, you know, we, we all meet on the mat right. and then we have these, uh, these, these other conversations outside and, and it just gives us a broader perspective and understanding of of not just the community in the gym but the community outside the gym because i mean we all live in the same area too right. and so it's it's uh it's 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 unique and, and and i think it's it's a it's a good good way to it's a, it's a good way to apply everything well i think yeah i'll just tell you this yeah. i'm not thinking about world relations when i'm getting choked by taylor what are you thinking about then? No, no I'm just kidding. The, the, the next round and yeah. the bell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, that, see, that, that's the glory of jujitsu yeah. is it clears your mind because you have nothing else to focus on than what's happening at that exact moment. I, I do, however, when I roll with ADCC Ryan, mm-hmm. I think about him stocking shelves and then trying to get me into a triangle and like that kind of thing. And I'm just like, bro, like I'm so big and he, he's not a bit, he's not a little guy by any means. Dude, ADCC Ryan is legit. And, and I wanted to talk about yes. mindset with, with that aspect. Uh, a couple months mm-hmm. ago, I asked him about something. I go, Hey, what do you think the, the thing about your jujitsu recently mm-hmm. has, and in my opinion, approved, and this was before yeah. he got his purple belt, right? He just got promoted recently. And I go, what do you think it is? And he's like, well, I just told myself that under no circumstances would I allow myself to tap without not trying to escape. Or or in other words, he needed to try harder. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, like when you're in an arm bar. If it's not deep or you think you have a chance of opportunity to escape yeah. and you tap, I think uh, it's probably not a good thing as a white belt to figure that out. But maybe as a blue belt and above to kind of push your limit a little bit. That makes sense. Maybe ten yeah. percent more than you would normally. 
to get out of your comfort zone. I think that really helped me. And I think that helped Ryan a lot. And once he told me that little shared secret, I, I felt my jujitsu got a little bit better because it was a mindset more than a physicality thing. Um, it was like, Hey, I'm just not going to let this person do that. And, that makes and, sense. and as soon as that kind of went through my mind, I was like, bro, thank you. Like, you know, and, and I want to thank him for that. And I think I have, and he finally got new tires on his car. So, Oh, that's legit too, <laughs> man. The, the, uh, I, I always find it unique rolling with him because his style is so much different than, than most of us. Um, and it's, it's just, it's interesting. And you know what I, I really like is he has really good cardio. I mean, he can go, 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 go. And I, I love rolling with him because it gives me an opportunity to push my cardio. Well, when him yeah. and I roll, mm-hmm. uh, there's a, there's a lot of that sometimes, mm-hmm. but for the time being, I think we get stalemated a lot, mm-hmm. which is really cool because, um, he's been trying to go to like heel hooks, straight ankles and mm-hmm. stuff like, and we're in a key, right. And, and, and I'm okay with it. Um, uh, I think, I think you need to explore those things eventually because if not any, and you're a competitive person, yeah, you're not going to know, you know, like when mm-hmm. I first showed up, me and Taylor were doing leg lock stuff left and right. And Holy crap. Like I would just tap constantly with him, me and Taylor rolling. Right. And, I see that kind of switch going with Ryan where he's like, Oh dude, legs. Holy crap. You know, or other people too. Right. Like, uh, like Joey, like Joey, like he'll catch stuff in a gi and then he'll let it go. I'm like, and I told him the other day, I was like, bro, like if you get it, just look me in the eyes, bro. And and make me tap. Yeah. Yeah. But the eye contact is what makes it all worth it though. Yeah, exactly. Well, it makes me, makes me think like, I'm not going to, rip this guy's foot off like he doesn't have that evil mentality right where sometimes i roll hard with him but i'm trying to put him through that smash to get him through those phases of like hey this is what it's like to roll through with a big guy and i think he Mm -hmm. he he understands that and he dude his progression too like and i'm not just saying him but a lot of people's progression has elevated in the last six months i'd say so too because I think you made a comment last podcast that you did is that you think you're getting better personally or you think you're getting worse personally. Mm -hmm. But what's happening in reality is that we all have our ups and downs in jujitsu and outside jujitsu. And we're constantly going up and down, constantly going up and down. But Mm -hmm. what we constantly are doing is going up and down while going up. So it may be 1% Mm -hmm. a month and maybe two. Some people, it may be 10. Go up 10 down four, yeah. go up five, down two. Or or yeah. go up five and down seven. It could happen. Yeah. You know, and, could, and, yeah. and then and then one day you're going up fifteen. Up. And you're like mm-hmm. and then you're flatlined at fifteen for a while. Mm-hmm. And then and then what you don't realize is that everybody around you is experiencing that same thing, but at a different pace. Yeah, in the 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 movements with jujitsu, I think like like when you, you get better and you go up and down and and, and with it, it's it's um Every time you enter into a new move, you're, you're not going to be good at it right from the beginning. And I think that's where you get those ups and downs is, is you transition from 
um, I, I don't know, let's say like uh, I'm going to transition like at the beginning, right? Let's mm-hmm. say, so I have side control. Now I'm going to transition into my game through mount. When you first transition, you know, you're, you're unfamiliar with the position, how to stabilize, how right. to balance, how to move into a submission with it. Mm-hmm. And it leaves gaps for the other person whose defense may be better than your offense. And I think that's where, as you trans, as you learn another move, you begin to, see those ups and downs because you're transitioning into a different phase of your training. And I think that's why it's important to play those with, uh, not fresh white belts, Mm -hmm. but like, like I do a lot of stuff when I'm scrambling with Derek or Joaquin Mm -hmm. or you or Mm -hmm. like, and I'm not saying you guys are far behind, but like I have a little more experience, not a whole lot, but it's fun because I can play that round and then you guys also get to play that. Oh, I'm gonna smash Wes right now, which so is much which smashing. is which is awesome because then I get smashed by you guys sometimes, and I'm like, bro, I need to figure out how to not let that happen. Like, good example, I rolled with Todd the other day. Ah, uh, T O double D, <laughs> yeah, a double D U C. Knee sliced me like freaking money, like a black belt, like a and Skywalker like, knee. Slice. And I was like, bah. I was like, yeah. And then and then he kept rolling, and I was like. And then I snuck out, right? But like, cause I'm, I'm, I, I like half guard. I like when people knee slice. Yeah. But Todd got me. He was like, right Boom. through, and it was awesome, right? I and love and, it. and and I take those points away because yeah. because I go, wow, that was that was good. Or mm-hmm. or rolling with you, what like last week? I think you did something that caught me way off guard and i was like i wanted to clap and go probably and like give you like the standing ovation because i was like that was rad whatever it was i don't, I think we both like laughed about it too and it was like wow dude that was cool and and i think those those type of things are what i'm working on mm-hmm. and then you guys getting stuff and and just totally making up your own like kind of body language and lingo at, uh, for your own style and that's what I, I think is really rad because I'm not giving you, sh- you know, <laughs> yeah, giving none of it. I'm yeah. not giving anything away, but you guys are taking it. And that's that's where I feel um, is really positive because that's where everybody's level is going mm-hmm. up and up and the then down progression and then up and then down, up, down. You know, like y- you think you're doing well and then somebody will come into the gym one day and tap you and you're like, well, it just happened. I think that, that uh, you know, you essentially like open mats, other things going to other schools. It's just, uh, um, yeah, man, you get out there and it just, you, you, you try and it, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And I, I think every day, you know what, I gave this talk and, and I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I will, I'll find it and bring it up and just like put it up somewhere or something or talk about it. And I talked about uh, the jujitsu is a combination of friendship and struggle. You're all out there with your friends and you guys are constantly struggling. And what makes it great is, is it's difficult, but right. it has camaraderie. And it's like what you talk about when like, Hey man, you see these people, you see your people in the gym progress and and they, they got this move that they didn't get before. And mm-hmm. it makes it, it's a, it's a struggle maybe. And I don't know if this is the right words for, but Hey, it's a struggle for you to defend it. Oh yeah. And so it causes you to grow, but at the same time, it's all your friends. Correct. Yeah. And we're not trying to kill each other. We're just trying to make things difficult to create growth. I, I think that's the one thing that I really like about jujitsu is that uh, I've always been, you know, because of BMX and teaching mm-hmm. young kids and 
teaching people how to uh, work on cars, teaching people how to get their cars better for racing. Yeah. I have that te- teaching mentality kind of feeling, even though mm-hmm. I might not be the best at it. It's one thing I do miss about jujitsu. So I, I, I don't teach at our school. Um, but what I do do is try to help other students or other people, fresh students when they're beginning and then they kind of take it over from there and like, like, like what you, you and I did. Um, but that, that's the one thing I do miss is that, you know, I, I, I like helping other people mm-hmm. and, and I definitely like seeing them grow and it gives me a lot of reward. Yeah. And I think that's why like somebody like Jake loves doing it too. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, he's built so many people in his 20 plus years. Uh, Jake is our professor, uh, 20 plus years of, you know, there's, there's probably countless of, of people that he forgot about that he's shown stuff that they do today. And that's, that's where it's awesome is you get that, you get that mentality from some people and you, and, and, and they, they take that on their own and just grow with it. Yeah. You know, it may just be something that you said, like what Ryan said to me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Ryan's not the person that I would typically I just kicked the table. It's all good. He's not the person that I would typically seek advice from because I'm an older guy. He's he was born in 1996. Or, or you told me that the other day, and I go, and you're listening to Wu Tang. <laughs> good times. He's like, this is old school. I'm like, no, that's my high school. <laughs> so it's cool awesome. that we can take advice from a much younger kid that is going through that progressional change. Yeah. And I, that's where a lot of us don't take away. And I think that's where I have had to open my mind mm-hmm. in the last like year uh, and take a lot of this stuff in is that you have to learn from the white belt on up or the little kid trying to trying to like explain something or yeah. maybe he did something wrong and you're like trying to explain it to him like they do yeah. in, in coaching. And if you don't learn from that experience, you're not, you're not progressing. No, it's a, I, I heard a, Oh, the C he was a former CEO of Raytheon, I believe. Um, but anyway, he said something along the lines of uh, 10 year means nothing experience in action or everything. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, it's one of the things that stuck with me. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it applies to a lot of different things. And it means to me, it's like, no matter where you're at in belts time, you can always see something from a different perspective. Um, like, like when you're, when you're, when you're on the mat, somebody can always give you some piece of information that can help you tidy up some detail in your game, regardless oh, yeah. of where they're at. Right. Um, and regard and regardless of that person can tap you or you tap them all the yeah. time, mm-hmm. like you can take, if you don't take that and, and at least evaluate it at some point, you can go, you need to really think about yeah. like, in, in the same thing with like me, like if somebody passes my guard and I really don't think about it because they're way below me as far as rank mm-hmm. and I don't take it as like, Hey, they pass the guard and they keep continually doing that. And yes. I don't take that as like, like a, a future threat or a threat right now because I can just get up and do something cause I'm a bigger or I am more experienced. Yeah. You need to figure that part of that out and not let them pass. You've already got, yes, they've got past step one. Yeah. And you're like, you're backwards from uh-huh. step one and then yeah. you muscle your way out. So you have to, you have to really figure out like, 
Mm-hmm. How do I not let that happen in the first place? Exactly. I think that's that's it. You know, where where do I need to be to stop this from getting here? This and uh, dude. So I, I wanted to ask you this too because I, I think this is important for Jesus, especially because like you're a purple belt, so you you have a broad range of experience, and and so um, one thing I was, was like like have you ever had a time where you considered giving up jujitsu? Um, no. Yeah. So I, I knew, I knew, uh, the path to becoming mm-hmm. a black belt. It's hard. Yeah. I knew that my, my, my body type, mm-hmm. my build, yeah. my age is not beneficial for me to get a black belt. Black belt. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you ask somebody like uh, your professor or my old professor mm-hmm. of like, hey, when am I going to get my black belt? That's frowned upon. Yeah. Right. Uh, now you could ask things like, hey, how can I work towards that? How can I better myself to uh, get to the next level? How could I do this? Yeah. And then you may not like the answer. No. And and typically you probably won't like the answer. But for me, quitting was never an option. Even when I had the roughest times with like my back, my, my legs would go numb sometimes. Like when I, I think I had a bulging disc or mm-hmm. a pinched nerve. I don't know. I never checked it out. I worked through it. Right. Not the smartest thing to do, but I did. Um, even through that. I, I came in or I did other things. I rode a mountain bike. I ran. I did other things. Now, let's let's not forget, there's also other things that you, you, you do uh, besides that that make you want to quit more, like eating unhealthy. Oh, yeah. Like moving your boss's house, like that type of stuff where you're like, dude, I don't want to go to jujitsu. And then one week turns into two or you have a death in the family. Mm-hmm. Those are the only times that I'm like man, you know, I need jujitsu, but I know I need to not be in there right now and yeah. take care of other things. Yeah. Priorities. So quitting for me, not an option. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So, so like, so, I mean, so, so where's that bring? Like, what are your goals with jujitsu now? I mean, you know, Hey, you're, you're moving through, you're a purple belt, you're, you're progressing through. Um, I mean, you're, you're at the middle. You know, I mean, you're, you're at the middle. You're, you're, I think, I think, um, you know, and I don't know anything about jujitsu. I've only been training three years and I always preface it with that. But I mean, I think, I think you're, you're, you, you hit the purple belt and it's, it's that point where it's, it's that separation, I think, between, um, the, the, the beginner mm-hmm. phase and mm-hmm. the like, hey, you know, jujitsu or you, you have a good jujitsu game phase. And that's what it seems like to me. And correct me if I'm wrong too, because I, I, I feel like, white belt and blue belt is where you're just, you're, you're learning and not that you're not learning at, at, at purple belt, but I think you have more of an established game and a progression at purple belt than, than you do at, at white and blue. But anyway, that takes you to like, what, what, what are your goals, uh, you know, still with, with jujitsu? I mean, short-term, long-term. Anything? Well, yeah. like when I first started out, I, I always felt like I understood how things worked, mm-hmm. right? How body mechanics worked, how, how, you know, it's, it's a mindset yeah. more than anything. And then plus time in, right? Yeah. So, so with, with Jake, he's, you know, that one 
A through B, C, D, A, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Maybe and, two and, A's, A, B, A, C, A, three, Yeah, a, or, that, or yeah. you know, infinity, right? Yeah. And even he's working on that to, to become mm-hmm. better and more proficient at that, right? That's that's part of his his experience in duty. Um, so I'm kind of a drawing a blank right now. What was the question? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> saying, yeah so, so what are your, like, your goals, like short-term or long-term? Like, right. you know, I'm going to get that brown belt, or whatever, yeah, and, you know, you I know, mean, and actually, I have yeah. that written on my phone, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've shared that with with Jake. Is that mm-hmm. I do want to get my brown belt. Mm-hmm. I do want to progress to the next step. Yeah, I do want to. I, I want ultimately, I want to get my mm-hmm. my black belt. Um, so th- those are my those are like short term goals. Yeah, you know, and by short term, will that happen in the next twenty years? That's short term yeah. to me. Like yeah. my my goal is to is is health. Yeah, and and well being and 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 having a positive a more positive mindset because mm-hmm. you know we know with 2020 a lot of us fell into like a you know one thing or another right yeah um and jujitsu wasn't always around then no uh, it was with us um, yeah. but whether or not you decided to go mm-hmm. to class and train hard or have that positive mentality was up to you yeah you know, and, and, and I didn't experience all of that. I had some downs mm-hmm. in that time. And so, so for me, it's kind of, you know, it's a long game. Mm-hmm. Um, and if my body keeps putting up to it, then, then, then health and fitness and being a tough individual and a tough person for my, my, um, my son and my wife, that's, that's what my ultimate goal is to be their protector to be there for them when they need it the most. And that day may never come. And I hope it never does. But if it does, I think I'm a little bit more prepared than the average guy on the street. Mm-hmm. And we kind of played with that a little bit with that gang fight thing. Oh, that we had that was, that, I, I will say that was fun. Yeah, that, that was fun. It's yeah. eye opening. But yeah. then it goes to show you that, you know, uh, Jake said something of like, it's usually the small guy that wins and mm-hmm. not the toughest guy or the highest belt rank. Yeah. I've never won one of these. Yeah. And the last thing he said was, if you pair up with somebody, mm-hmm. you could essentially better your odds. Yes. So right away, I was like, me and Carlos, I was like, hey, you want to pair up? And he's like, uh, and he kind of was like hesitant a little mm-hmm. bit. He didn't, un- he didn't understand what I was trying to do. Yeah. So I walked over to Taylor. I'm like, Taylor, I got your back. Yeah. And he looked at me like, all right. Game on. Game on. Yeah. So when I saw him get, so we had a, like a gang fight. Yeah. Almost like a, like whoever wins, wins. Right. And so then when I saw him get attacked by two people, that's when I would disengage with a guy I was trying to tap out, even oh. though if I had to choke, yeah. if I had to choke, the arm bar, whatever, I would disengage myself, mm-hmm. go walk over, pull whoever two people were off of Taylor, tried to attack them without being attacked myself because I'm a big guy, they would try to take my neck or my arm or everything else. Yeah. So then I would disengage with that person if I was trying to choke them to try to engage with the person that was trying to kill me. <laughs> so that plan actually worked pretty well because yeah. Taylor at some point had probably two people on him four times. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is constantly do that. I would engage with somebody and I may not have tapped that person or I may not have been the most like aggressive, but my goal was to protect and have Taylor's back yeah. because I thought he had the best chances of winning and, and it, and it worked 
Will it work next time? Probably not. Um, will it work the next time after that? Probably not. But but now Taylor and I have a strategy, and that's that was my strategy. And I may have that strategy with three other people next time. Maybe. Right? Like we may just go, hey, bro. Build big, an alliance, right? Big dudes get down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hoagie crew mount up. But but again, protector of the family, protector yeah. of myself, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I need to protect my mindset. Mm-hmm my negativity, my depression issues, and everything else. That's what jujitsu does for me. Mm-hmm. It makes me a better person for my family and the people around me. That that makes sense. And and yeah, I think and that's 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 about the the change from life on the mat, life outside the mat mm-hmm. and, and how how it goes through. Um with uh you know, I was sitting here thinking about about jujitsu and self protection. She's talking, you know, hey protect yourself, protect your family. And, and how effective do you think, you know, jujitsu is for self-protection? I mean, Um, we had different scenarios last night, one-on-one, one-on-two, two-on-one, all all that. But I mean, how effective do you think jujitsu is in in the self-protection sphere? So that's such a loaded question, right? Um, It is. uh, I mean, it's something I ask myself all the time. I think the one thing that I would like to experience more Mm -hmm. is like, um, uh, gun and knife training Mm -hmm. while doing jujitsu. Yeah. And I played around with, uh, like, say, Sean, for an example. I messed with him one day. And his, you know, Sean's a former Navy SEAL. And it's kind of cool because his training kind of kicked in. I I, I I walked over to the, we have a special area that has uh, knives, fake knives mm-hmm. and fake guns. And I put three fake knives in my, underneath my belt, underneath my gi. Good times. And, and yeah. a gun. And... I was like, hey, Sean, let's roll. And he was like, all right. He was like excited, right? And then he looked down and he saw a bulge in my sh- my jacket. Yeah. And he was like, hey, bro, what do you got in your jacket? And I was like, he freaking got me, right? Yeah. So I pulled out a knife and he's like, hey, bro, there's more than one. Like, <laughs> And he was like so nonchalant about it. And it was so awesome because at that point, you know, it, 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 my sneakiness and trying to sneak up on him Still didn't work on a trained person, right? So we don't train with knives. We don't train with guns. We don't train with that. Or, or I've had experience with like other places where uh, I've done that guns and geese camp yeah. in Louisiana with yep. uh, Greg Anderson and Greg Lappin, Joao Assis. Awesome. Awesome thing, right? And my understanding of guns had changed from when I walked in that place to when I left because you think that you know how to shoot and you're proficient and you're awesome and you're going to be like, you know, like, oh, I might be the best shooter there. Like, I never thought that because I knew other guys have shot and, and there's a couple police instructors that showed up. Another black belt, this guy named Clutch, mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Cutchison, was another black belt that was a student, but he's also an, a police instructor. Nice. Awesome guy. Got to roll with him a couple times. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really uh, informative. And... The things that I don't know are the things that are going to get me in trouble. Yes. Especially in the self-protection act of mm-hmm. things. Uh, a basic Marine, you know, and boot camp may know more than I know about combat with guns and combatives and knives and sticks and all that stuff. Those are the things that I don't think about. Like, I'm looking at you wearing glasses right now. What if somebody pokes me in the eye? You know, yeah. like those things are what come to my mind. But at the same time, the confidence, if somebody doesn't have those things, 
I'm confident that I can protect myself if it's one-on-one for the most part. If yeah. that person is not mm-hmm. trained, I'll be able to get down, right? Like, yeah. And 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 the and the the if we're if we're putting a percentage on it, my percentage higher than that person's percentage. Yeah. Right. So so who knows a, a one-on-one fight? It's a wild card at some point. They can swing and hit you and connect and knock you out. That's 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 an option. So we try to figure that out of like it's not going to happen, but that can happen. Somebody can yeah. pull out a knife, stab mm-hmm. me. Somebody can pull out a gun, shoot me. Somebody can do all that. So that's why I have a different mindset with just jujitsu. And I think Jake understands it too with doing all the training that he's done mm-hmm. with with the Navy SEALs and all the other protective stuff that he's done. And I would like to see more of that. I would like to, yeah. to, to do more of that because who knows, there may be a point in time in our near future that we have to engage in those kind of activities. The I, I think having the... Having the ability to protect yourself and protect others is is uh, important. Um, I, I say, you know, and, and I, don't, I don't I don't dive into these topics too much with this stuff, but I always say uh, uh, sometimes for like you and I, things come down to two things: provision and protection. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't matter how you break anything down: your ability to provide and your ability to protect. Um, and I think that gives uh, most of uh, not most of I say it, it gives a lot of your purpose and meaning is your ability to do those two things. Yes. Um, and, and the, and, and I think, uh, jujitsu, I, I know, you know, has helped me greatly with, I think my, well, with a lot of things. One is, is cardio ability mm-hmm. to protect, yep. um, protect myself, protect others around me. Um, and, and I think, I think that's helped a lot, but, but yeah, I understand what you're saying with that. And so that, that's why I asked like, Hey, you know, um, where, what do we talk about when, when, you know, Hey, jujitsu for self-protection and, and I have done uh, myself, I have done like various knife fighting. Uh, it's awesome. Cause you know, you get the chalk on the end mm-hmm. of the knives and you can see all the different places it hits and runs. So even when you think it didn't touch you at all. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I am like marked up. I am cut. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey Ray, what do you yeah. do with that lawnmower blade? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'm yeah. gonna hit you with it. Yep, I like them there French fried taters and mustard. Mm. Uh huh. <laughs> Stupidest movie yeah, ever. Dude, I <laughs> ever. Love, I, I just watched it like a couple like a couple of weeks ago because I I've watched it, dude. I just I love that. I can't believe blade. you you yeah. you couldn't just get yeah. to the point where he says that and yeah. then just go okay, movie over. Yeah, we're done. Yes, it, great, right? Yeah, great. I I, uh, I experienced. All of that yeah. movie in that one moment. Yeah, that that right at the end mm-hmm. when he walks in with the blade, and it's like, I want to say it's like two minutes where he's talking to the guy, and he's like, "I'm going to give you a couple options, and if not, you know, not I'm going to do yep. X, Y, and Z." And he goes, "Well, you better get to hacking." Like yep. he's not going to do anything, and he yeah. walks up, and he's like, "Oh man, wait okay. a minute, this is this is well, real." And that's the thing is that we 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 don't train for that. Yeah. That that could be a real scenario. Mm-hmm. It could be right, and, and it could be a what if thing. You know, yeah. like who knows? The, the what ifs can are endless. What? Well, yeah. What if you, yeah. a Navy SEAL couldn't train for every what if? No, uh, it's, Army it's, Ranger uh, couldn't train for what if, but they train for the most predictable experience as they can, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that's why they constantly train. We constantly train for one thing, and that's ground fighting or mm-hmm. throws. Like you and yeah. I were throwing last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were, Hey Ray, do this. Oh, yeah. Hey Wes was, maybe you should do this. You know, like the feedback from each other is like, man, I would love to throw somebody one day like that. Yeah. Not because I'm malicious, but like, Hey, is it effective? Like oh. how cool would this be? You know, 
and and I'm not talking in a competition. I'm talking like somebody did something like if somebody spit on my wife, I'd be like, you're getting thrown, <laughs> you know, like that's where I get protective. Like, yes. And, and not that I would use it as a, as a bad means, mm-hmm. but like, man, like this is a cool thing to know. Yeah, it, it is. You know, it is just yeah. like, just like a, a firearm. I'm not going to use that just to shoot somebody. I'm going to use that to go. If I had to shoot somebody, it would be, very effective right yes and that that's where i think some of those throws some of those like ankle locks and 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 wrist locks and chokes oh yeah it is it's effectiveness the, yeah, right especially those wrist locks man they just come out of nowhere They're sneaky all right um dude uh, so i have so many questions so many questions <laughs> um okay so uh, we've been yeah, we're we're about an hour right now. That's deep. I told you. So I know. Half, I know. Right? I, I told know. you. You said it. Say, so, I got to ask you this stuff because I know you were there when I started. Yep. Um. So and and you've been there when many of us started because I think you 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 were right near the beginning of the academy when the I, academy started, right? I I wasn't yeah. officially a student mm-hmm. right away. Okay. I was yeah. making a transition, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the really cool things that Jake did for me mm-hmm. is that. I try to start and um, I, I, I prepaid at my other gym and mm-hmm. I didn't have the money to, to pay Yeah, uh, Jake right away. Mm-hmm. And he goes, dude, what did you pay to? And I go, uh, I paid four months in yeah. advance. And I don't think I'm going to ask them for the money back because I think they need it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, he goes, dude, um, just come to the gym. I'd like you to be here. Mm-hmm. Train as much as you like until that date. And then I would like you to start paying from then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, wow. You know, like, wow. So I I, I wasn't officially one of their first paying students, mm-hmm. but I was officially probably there uh, four months or six months after they'd opened. Yeah. So I was there when the beginning of their opening. Mm-hmm. I was there in their grand opening. I was there, you know. So it was like me and Taylor Chance and a couple other people that were the nice. original guys. Yeah. And th- that that's something I'm kind of proud of because I like watching Jake grow. I like yeah. watching the gym grow. I like watching Chris grow, even though he's not there anymore. I liked watching that. Yeah. And I think uh, I, I, I came into the gym. Uh, it, it was open for, I think it was within the first year I was there. Um, dude, it's been fun. Hmm. It's been it, it's been fun. So you were gonna, you were about to ask a question. Oh yeah, yeah. I, so so I, as I say, so so um, I I I'd like to know this because I think this is always something that uh, I, I think this is always good information to pass on. So so uh, what is it? What is one thing you think that you would emphasize to a beginning student? Um, you know the, what you were saying is that if you want to be on the bottom, uh, if or you always want to be on top. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think really helped me a lot, even though I didn't listen to my professors and instructors mm-hmm. and stuff like that, is like figuring out ways. Because I'm a big guy, everybody wanted to throw me on my back. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get them on the back, be on top. You don't want to be on bottom, right? So Makes sense. Yeah. My mentality was, how do I get off my back? What do I yeah. need to do to not be here? And that kind of goes into your mentality, but also goes back out of your mentality of like, get off your back. But I always thought that there's got to be a way as a big guy to not take so much damage 
if I get placed on my back all the time. Yeah. And I, I became comfortable there as a white belt. Now, comfortable meaning will I get submitted? Probably. Will I get tapped? Probably. Will I survive this? Eh, probably. You know, like. Kind of. So, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, do I think I'm surviving this? Kind of. So that's where I think a lot of white belts um, don't put enough emphasis in is uh, comfort and controlling positions when they're in bad positions. Yeah. Breathing. Mm-hmm. Breathing. Not freaking out. Because I know that I worked with you heavily about mm-hmm. your breathing and your cardio. Because when I first start, when you first started, my cardio was on point. Like now, not so much. You know, because of everything I went through. The Cheeseburgers? Last, uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe. maybe. Maybe a few slices of pizza. Uh, no, nope. I'm not a big pizza no. guy. Not a big cheeseburger guy. I actually relatively eat pretty healthy. Yeah. Um, I just think my body doesn't like it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, times. we're, we're going to convert Sorry. your... Sorry, f- me to sidetrack you there. Yeah. 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 We're going to yeah. convert yeah. your food, yeah. lettuce, yeah. into fat. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's how uh, my yeah. body works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, the cardio. Mm-hmm. Cardio. Uh, king, right? Yeah. If your cardio sucks, you're, you're, you have a, a, a smaller percentage to do well, mm-hmm. right? If, But at the same time, like me, my cardio will suck sometimes and I can play possum a lot of things and be able to still roll relatively well with some good guys, right? Yeah. And and that's that's where you can kind of turn it on, turn it off and where you don't need to run 110% all the time. Like when when, when Chomp, Derek, oh, yeah, first showed Chomp. up, I told him, I'm like, bro, you're 110%, 120% of the time. You yeah. you need to figure out like your your uh speed, right? It's good. It's always good for your your size, like your speed, everything's awesome. Slow it down here, speed up here. And I can't tell you where that is. You need to figure that out. But as long as is is somebody gives you that like kind of first initial like like, hey bro, here's a little bit of guidance, you need to take it from there, right? And yeah. that's the problem. As you get up in a higher rank, nobody really tells you. Nobody, nobody really well, tells you. You're anything. supposed to know, man. No, no, no. I'm no. just kidding. I, I'm just joshing I, a bit. Yeah. I definitely yeah. don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. and I don't I know, know how I roll. I know what you're talking about. And yeah. and and I always mm-hmm. feel like, like, you always feel like either you're better than you are mm-hmm. or not as good as you are. Like, so when I was a purple, when I got my purple belt, mm-hmm. that was like kind of like one of the worst experiences that I had because. I always thought like, oh, well, I'm not in advance and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be good. No, it was like pretty, pretty, pretty bad Mm -hmm. because I didn't feel at that particular moment like I felt kind of worthless, honestly. And that was like one of those weird moments in life where I was like, what's going on? Like, why do I feel this way? I just got promoted. I should be happy. And and what, what, like, what made you get to that point of feeling like that though? I mean, was I I think everything that was going on and then a a sense of worthlessness, Yeah, you know, that was going on and maybe, uh, um, not being able to work out, uh, Mm -hmm. all the time. And I think the frustration and your body mechanics and body, uh, hormones were playing into Mm -hmm. a factor there. Yeah. And, you know, as of recently, I've been getting all that stuff into check and and getting, you know, most of that stuff keyed in yeah. and good. And I think that's really, really made a positive change in my life. And and a lot of people don't necessarily take those steps of like, 
hey, bro, maybe instead of eating that cheeseburger, you should eat salad. And 100%. I, guilty, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe instead of like burritos are my clutch. Breakfast burrito? Mm. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I will say I try to limit. I shouldn't say try to limit. I actually do. I only have about one pizza a week. That's usually what I stick to. But the cheeseburger thing and uh, – because I always make jokes about cheeseburgers, yeah, yeah. modellos, and pizza all the time. The facts are is I don't eat like that all the time. Uh, sure, I, I, right, I, sure. I, Yeah, sure. That's what I keep <laughs> telling myself. Yeah. Um, but I am a big fan of In-N-Out Flying mm-hmm. Dutchman. Yep. I, I get two Flying Dutchmen, uh, two Flying Dutchmen with uh, pickles and uh, grilled onions. You're gross. Dude, it's good. It's just meat, cheese, onions, and pickles. That's all it is. Just crush it. It's like a little snack. It's a mid-afternoon snack before jujitsu. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just be able to, to survive. If that was the only food on earth, I yeah. wouldn't survive. Really? Oh, dude, I, I wouldn't survive. I pick them up like, like if uh, if if I'm working and I'm running late, like let's say I didn't didn't make lunch on time, and I'm like, oh man, I can't eat before I go train. Mm-hmm. I'll just stop by in and out. I'll pick up a couple flying Dutchmen. Oh, and I'll be like, oh, this is a little mid-afternoon snack for training. So if you ever have pickle breath, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, in-and-out. oh no, dude, I I, I I hit before I train. Brush teeth, yep. Hit the smart mouth, all that stuff. Got it. Got to keep it clean. Got it. Yeah, it's 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 my ritual. Okay, so um, dude, uh, this is this is one of the uh, okay. You've got six months to train. Six months to train. Uh, who do you want to have a go at it with? Oh, at the end, yeah. Like like mm-hmm. anybody, anybody, oh, anybody. Man. Hey, you know, yeah. you, you always have that fantasy that you're yeah. going to compete really well with uh-huh. like a black belt. Yeah. Or like, okay. you know, somebody that, that does really well with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, if I can pick one person, um, I'd like to pick somebody that I've never rolled with. Okay. But I have heard a mentality, right? Like mm-hmm. I've heard like, all right, cool. Like tough mo- mofo. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, right. Like, yep. This guy gets down. And somebody I listen to a lot is uh, this guy, Greg Anderson. Okay. I had the opportunity to be taught uh, some jujitsu stuff, more basic stuff through that Guns and Geese camp. Yeah. And I've watched him roll with another guy that was a fresh white belt. But uh, the guy was kind of calling a lot of people out. You know, like yeah. he, he didn't know what he didn't know. Yeah. And and Greg sense. and yeah. Greg got a little bit frustrated like all right cool let's I'm going to show you what jiu-jitsu is about like like mm-hmm. a black belt would show you. Well the guy got a little aggressive and then Greg was like okay cool I'm going to turn it up a notch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like yeah bro like I want to roll. Like when I see people yeah. roll like when I walked in that tournament the other day that you guys all were at and yes. I didn't sign up for I was like dude I got the itch. Like I was like yeah. I'm ready. Let's do this i know my cardio is not ready <laughs> like my mindset's not ready but i'm like i walked in there and i was like whoa bro like i felt like i felt it mm-hmm. right and so my my answer would be uh i don't feel like i'd go 100 on this person yeah. or whatever and I'd, I'd probably lose but i'd like to roll with greg anderson mm-hmm. because of his background because of um the things like I, I agree with a lot of stuff on his podcast. Yeah. So I, I, I just want to roll with that kind of person because mm-hmm. of the lineage that he carries and to say, I did X with Greg. Yes. Right. So, so yeah. I know how I roll with Jake and mm-hmm. it's absolutely 
horrible, right? I've I've only I think I've only tapped him once where he let me get him in an ankle lock, and he's like, "Yeah, bro, you don't got it." And I was like, "Oh yeah, really? I don't have it." And then like I'm like, "Everything I got right now," and he's like, "Okay, tap." I guess, you know, and, and oh, that's hilarious. And and that's yeah. where, like, I know where I stand. I know where I fall with Jake. I yeah. know where I fall with mm-hmm. everybody at the gym. I didn't get the opportunity to roll with Greg Anderson or Joe mm-hmm. Alasis or uh, Greg Lappin for that matter, uh, which is another firearms instructor yeah. in Louisiana, brown belt guy. Like he knows Sean. They both know Sean from Sheen? my gym. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's where I'm like, bro, like I would love that opportunity. Like I'd love, yeah. and I've heard other guys talk about calling him out to roll while at that place. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel that it was my place to do that, yeah. to call him out. And I think he was having hip issues at that point. So like, I would love to roll with Greg. I think that would be, I think that'd be killer. That'd be awesome. And, you know, yeah. and it, it, it just might be like that. Hey, let's just roll and have a mild roll. And like, oh, cool. Like, you, oh, you got out of that position. Okay, cool. Like, like a, like a white belt would, would. Or like a black belt would let go of a gazelle yeah. and then like go chase it down again. Like that kind of, just kind of, yeah. you know, like, yep. So catch and release. Yeah. So Greg Anderson, I'm calling you out. That'd be fun. Oh man. Cool, man. Okay. We're, uh, we're, we're getting long in the tooth. Not too long, but, uh, I mean, like a gator, like a gator. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, Wait, um, let's talk nicknames real quick. Nick, oh, nicknames. Okay. Is nicknames. Great? Yeah. It just happens. I'm sorry. So, so one <laughs> of the sorry. one of the funny yeah. things of why I think we got onto the Gator subject on yes. you, for you for your nickname. Okay. And this is from my point of view. Okay. Was when you walked away, you're like, "All right, I'll see you guys later." Yeah. And so I was like, "All right, Gator." And then and then we were teasing about that you and I, and I think maybe Warren at that time, and then we're like, yeah. "Oh, bro, like." And you were doing something, and I'm like, "Oh, you should just gator roll." And you're like, "And then you said something like from a movie, and yeah. I forgot what it was from the other guys." Yeah, gator, gator, don't play no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so I'm like, "Okay, it's stuck." Like that's your nickname yeah. in yeah. the gym. I don't know if you have a nickname anywhere else, but that's your nickname here, and that's what's sticking. And that was awesome. So then, I think I was rolling with Warren, um, another guy that used to roll at a gym oh, a yeah. lot. Super awesome guy. And he was like, he's like, dang, dude, you, you, you're like rolling with like, like an elk. Yes. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, I like that. Like a big white elk, like some, like a, like a Blanco elk. Totally. And we're try- we're totally. trying to like make a mix of it or something. Like, I don't know. It was hilarious. And yeah. so then he's like, all right, mijo. And I'm like, why are you calling me mijo? I'm older than you. He's yeah. like, I'm 45. And I'm like, oh, I'm 41. <laughs> so he's actually, he can yeah. technically call yeah. me that. And so then he started calling me Elky Mijo. Yeah, Elky Mijo. Yeah, and yeah. so that kind of stuck with me a little bit, but I don't know. I, I think that's where we. Uh, I think that, that's all the time when we're rolling through. I was like, "Hey, where's Mijo at?" Yeah, and everyone's like, "Like who?" I was like, "Elky Mijo." And then, and, then they, they like, no like, idea. What? Yeah, yeah. no idea. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's always funny. The, the nicknames. I mean, I, I uh, and, and I, I started putting in like some some nicknames to people, and, and it's just like it's because it's how I remember their actual name mm-hmm. when I go through, and and uh, not everyone, but I mean for the most part, that's how I go through and remember their name. Yep. I mean, yep. or how I separate who they are because yep. you know we have several Justins, and and you got Mustache Justin and Photo Justin, yeah, you know, and, and and that's how I how I separate you know who which one is which, yep. and then, like and then then Ryan's, you know, you have. 
have a ADCC Ryan, you have Ryan DDS, you have a black belt Ryan and, 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 you know, black belt Ryan, we're going to have to change that at some point because eventually there's going to be all the Ryans are going to work their way up. They're all black belts. I was like, oh man. Yeah. We're like black, black, black belt with three stripe Ryan or one stripe or no stripe. Like, (laughs) yeah. Which, which one? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, just putting the names into, uh, to, to, to figure that out. And it's funny. It's always funny. Well, it's great because I think you you said a couple other names that I didn't recognize, mm-hmm. and then it kind of reminded me of like some of the classes that you're doing that I'm not doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't even think I know that guy. And then yeah. you're like, Oh yeah, you've rolled with him. And I'm like, yeah. who, who, Who's it? point him out to me next yeah. time? Point him out. I'm yeah. like, Who's the guy? The, yeah, the, you mm-hmm. know, like the medium sized guy. He like everybody's like smaller than us, so it's like the medium size. Well, yeah. besides Todd, he's a giant. He's he's pretty tall. The moose. The moose. Yeah. The moose. <laughs> the moose. Yeah. But but like. You know, like some of the names, I'm just like, I don't know who that is, Ray. I'm going to have to like, help me out here. Help me out. Yeah. And you know, that's, you know, it's great. We're going to have to start embroidering our names on our keys. I actually, what I told myself (laughs) is I was going to get a white elk on my purple belt. Yeah. And I went and bought the belt and I'm supposed to do North Coast Jiu-Jitsu badges all Mm -hmm. over my, my gi, Mm -hmm. but I haven't decided which key I need to put all that stuff on. So I just been holding off. Yeah. And, uh. Maybe I'll do it on my brown belt. I don't know. That'd be cool. It, yeah. what, one day, 10 years from now, I'll yes. put it on my brown belt. One year, many years from now when right. it happens. Uh, I think uh, that, that's what I was actually looking at too is, is uh, I was thinking about um, the belts themselves and like different uh, – like, like hey, who would do embroidery on a belt to do some something to, to uh, make that – to individualize that belt for each person. Right. And, uh, and, and I, I, I looked around briefly, but didn't like get too deep into it. But I, I think that would be something cool too. Like, Hey, uh, like, like different, I don't know, just different. Like the elk dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, so I just say, that's, that's awesome. So yeah. should we just give Jake like money prehand? And be like, hey, bro, here's a hundred bucks for a belt with an elk on it. Yes. For 15 15 years from now, I know it's going to cost double this. Yes. Because of the inflation. But like, can we do this for Gator's next belt? We're going to put a freaking Gator on there. Gator on there. I know purple doesn't go well with uh, green Gators, but maybe you just make it a white Gator. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. We'll do red eyes. We'll just do it, man. But yeah, I think so. All right, man. Hey, so uh, what, what? have we not covered that you want to say? Uh, you know, I think we went through a lot of stuff. We did. And, and you know, what yeah. I think I want to see mm-hmm. with your podcast, yeah. if I can make any suggestions, yeah. is um, I would like to see reoccurring guests. And early on, like, we both listened to uh, Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, knowing people and listening to a lot of podcasts and when i hear somebody's name that i recognize and hear them over and over Mm -hmm. like through you know six months a year whatever and you go oh i remember the last podcast with that guy that Mm -hmm. was cool so i think maybe and i don't even know if this applies if you're going to do this for 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 years on end but that would be cool is like recognition of people Mm -hmm. you know is is pretty cool to hear somebody's name that you recognize yeah and for us right now it's mostly our gym Right. Exactly. Yeah. So when we branch out or you branch, when I say Mm -hmm. we, when you branch out um, and start doing that kind of thing, the reoccurrence for me Mm -hmm. is key. Yeah. And and I'll tell you like with with the podcast itself and in, in what I was, the, the idea of doing the, the BJJ Matt times Mm -hmm. podcast was, 
was to for for me is to talk with the people in our gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and uh, to you know, hey, just to say hi. We we all have a, a small amount of time in the gym together. You know, we talk on the mat, we talk afterwards, we talk a little bit before, but um, we don't get those those opportunities always to just sit down and have a, a just a, just a fun conversation about what we're doing. And and I think that that you know reoccurrence. Of, of people having these conversations uh, from time to time. I think that's going to happen. And I think also like we're going to have a lot of different people that we're going to talk to in the gym. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I, and I enjoy, I enjoy listening to what everyone has to say about their jujitsu, about what we're doing at the gym, about just jujitsu in general, because I think it's, it's fun. Um, and it's fun and it gives us like that understanding of, of what, what we're thinking about in the gym. I think it helps us all get better. Well, and I think the lot on the last thing, as you're saying that is that one thing of helping everybody else Mm -hmm. is the key. Yeah. I think, um, if you're not, uh, if you're only thinking about yourself when you're in the gym Mm -hmm. for your own solo purposes, Mm -hmm. that may not be the best thing, uh, for longevity of Mm -hmm. your jujitsu because there's going to be coming a point where somebody's, all these people are not going to help you. They're going to go, mm-hmm. oh, he's he's just over there doing his own thing, right? And if you don't put in time to help somebody else, then 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 maybe yeah. maybe that's something that you should kind of look at. Yeah, I think and, so. And, yeah. and and helping somebody could just be like, man, that was awesome. You did really good today. Like mm-hmm. you know that compliment. It goes a long way. Like when I was going through some of my things, one of the things that I you know, just off the top of my head is that I told Taylor, like, dude, when you came in and I walk in the door, you hadn't seen me for a while, give me a big hug. Like that helps. Yeah. You know, like that, 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 that feeling of like, Hey, I do belong here. Mm -hmm. That helps. I think so. And and, and like the, when, when you're, and this is just, this is just purely my opinion on the, the, this part here. If you're a, a, black belt, brown belt, purple belt, blue belt, whatever. And you have a, somebody who's, who's, uh, you know, and I say this in quotation marks, but like below you in rank uh, over a belt and they get a move on you and they, let's say they pass your guard, they tap you and they legitimately do it. It it always strikes me odd as with the people who, who get up and get irritated Mm -hmm. that somebody tapped them. Mm -hmm. That was, you know, a lower rank as LLC in, in, in quotations, because, um, the, 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 oh, the, oh man. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But, but the, uh, it, it, it always strikes me when they get up and they get pissed about it rather than they go, okay, Hey, look, how did you, what did you see that, what did you see that created that hole in my game mm-hmm. where you were passed, right. be able to pass and do that. And, and so, if you're unwilling to talk about how you were passed or mm-hmm. how you, and, and I'll put it in a general perspective like this. If, if you're unwilling to have the conversation about why you failed, mm-hmm. then because the person you don't see as being on point with you or a lower rank or, or, or not equal to you or something like that, if mm-hmm. you're unwilling to have that conversation of why you failed, you will not grow. There's no progression. Yeah. In, in, like, yeah, I go back to Todd's mm-hmm. knee slice. Todd's knee slice. Yeah. Heck it's, yeah. It's good. It and is. so that's why I complimented mm-hmm. on, on that. And then uh, it's a problem for me. You know what? His knee slice. 
It's not like a pizza slice. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a pizza slice. And two, if he doesn't get it all the way through when he jams that foot to the ground and locks your foot in, mm-hmm. like, and just locks that lower leg in, yeah. I'm like, oh man, my leg's locked here. Yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do now? Like, oh, well, I guess I'm just going to get smashed for a while. <laughs> hey, you know what? And, yeah. and, and think about like how long I've been training yeah. and how long he's been training. Mm-hmm. So it's not, a, it's not about yeah. like the length necessarily yeah. with that particular move. Mm-hmm. It's about his dedication to go, okay, I'm going to make it through this and I'm going to try my damn hardest to get through that. Oh, yeah. And and that's where I, I you know, can I help mm-hmm. him get better with that? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Can I yeah. give him compliments? Hell yeah. Can I can I also feel that I don't want him doing it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. And so that's, not, that's not, the... Not one of those things is mutually exclusive no i mean they're all separate things that can all be equally true right so i think i think if, you, if you're not helping somebody else on the mat mm-hmm. even if it's one person even yeah. if it's that hug even if it's that maybe look at starting to do that you know there's yeah. a lot of guys that are that are mentors at our gym you know there's yeah. there's there, there's a guy that speaks to hundreds of people weekly mm-hmm. you know off the thing and you know i'm not one for church per se mm-hmm. but you know i look up to that that kind of mentality of that person, you know, yeah. Th- that, that mindset of helping others is, is, is positive, especially is. at our gym, you know, where other gyms may lack that. Mm-hmm. They just, maybe I'm going to smash, smash, smash. It's up to you to figure out how to not get smashed. Yeah. Now I do that too, but at the end of the day, I'm also there to help. Yeah. You know, I'm not there just to smash everybody. Sometimes, some days I am. Yeah. Some days I need to get it out. Some days I'm like, yeah. and that's very rare, but well, there are days when you go in and you have a specific, at least for me, I, I know what I'm doing that day, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, like with you, I know, I know we've gone in and trained and you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here to get down today. I'm yeah. like, Oh, you're here to get down. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm get down on the other side of the mat. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm kidding. Gonna, I was go, like, very well then, uh, you know, stage left. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah. No. And, and yeah. those, those days are few and far between because mm-hmm. I think, uh, um, you're 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 supposed to control that mm-hmm. the more you get into jujitsu, but sometimes you need to uh, re- have that release. Yeah. I know I know Jake does it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in his eyes. Mm-hmm. I've also seen it when he's not training. Like as of recently, he's not training as much. So guess what? His release is mm-hmm. watching us get down. Yeah, and he's been pushing us mm-hmm. right. And and sometimes we're like, dude, I can't take this today. And then some days we're like, let's go. Yeah, you know. It's not, you don't have that choice of when you're going to feel good or not feel good. No. So you just have to, especially at our age, maybe the younger kids are like, even maybe a younger guy like Joaquin Mm -hmm. can do it, but he still has a a job. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate being pushed. I, I, cause I do it to myself, you know, uh, as of recently, I've been pushing myself pretty hard. And, um, I think. Being able to notice that is the most important thing. Yeah. Is that when somebody's going 100% hard or not, or, or determined mm-hmm. is another word, like, like Ryan's mindset, mm-hmm. I'm determined for you not to tap me. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm determined to try to tap you. Right. And, and maybe that doesn't happen every time I roll with you. Cause maybe I'll just go, Hey, I'm going to try to hold you here. Or maybe I'm going to try to do this mm-hmm. or maybe I'm just going to roll or maybe yeah. I'm going to close my eyes during this roll while you're on top of me and I'm trying to get out of uh half guard yeah. right? or get up from half guard. And that happens a lot too, you know, or maybe, Hey, I can't breathe today. 
like I'm gonna try to breathe, <laughs> right? Yeah, no so, joke. And that pressure can come through anybody. Yeah, and and that mindset can be through anybody and change weekly or daily. Mm-hmm. So, it, it can, and it it changes all the time. I mean, it's like I think uh, the the focus in jujitsu changes. Like as far as for each individual person, I think the focus of what they're doing changes. There's some people probably a little more consistent. Like, like I, I know like some guys I'll, I'll talk to and, and, and they'll be like, okay, I'm working on half guard right now. Half guard, half guard, half guard. I'm working on getting mount. I'm working on cooking, uh, you know, or, or mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. things. And they'll stick with that for one, two, three, four weeks at a time. Um, I, I tend to do that less myself, but, um, on, on occasion I have mm-hmm. some specific, I, I always have something specific that I'm looking at that day, but it does, I'm not saying it, I stick with it for a predetermined amount of time. Like I'm going to stick with it for two weeks. I'm going to do right. this move specifically right. or work on that, but yeah. Which might be beneficial for you to do, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I think if you're on the mats, you're improving, you're, you're mm-hmm. getting better. You're yeah. I think, uh, you can't, you can't substitute, um, you can't substitute any other training to make your time on the, uh, I mean, well, just time on the mats can't be substituted for anything else. Well, I, I've rolled with you how many times over 500 times now, probably. And, and, yeah. and so I know 30% of what you're going to do to me mm-hmm. and the rest I don't. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I know kind of what your game plan is, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I don't. I knew, a, I knew 70% is lost in space. It's out there. Somewhere. So then we're just rolling, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's where I think a lot of people think that they can do X. And you may be able to do it on that person, mm-hmm. but longevity, probably not. You're not going to do that every week. It's just that gets boring. Yeah, it, it can. Um, although I do, I, I will say when, when we're in, when we do open mats, you mm-hmm. know, there, um, I usually... We'll sit down and do the same move again and again and again and again and again. And I think open mats is a time when I like to like to train and drill those moves. So, yeah. When we do open mats, I just try to smash whoever's new smash. that comes in. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a reason why they're there for open mat is to see how my jujitsu is yes. compared to this guy. Well, it, yeah. You know, our, our job as our gym is to protect our gym lineage. You know, that's my o- older mentality, right? You must repeat the smash. Yes. Yes. All right. What else? What else do you have to add? That that's uh, about before it. Before we wrap this up, okay. I think that's it. Cool. Cool. Well, hey, uh, I'll tell you, it's it's been a, a fun hour and a half with you. I told you. Yeah. It's it's here. We are hour and a half. I called it. You did, and uh, I think I think it's it's been dude, it's been great. I just want to say uh, thanks for for you know coming in to you know sit down and do this interview and I appreciate the opportunity, right? Yeah. It's, it's great. And I'm sure, I'm sure we will be doing it again at some point. So just, let's say, I just thank you greatly for coming in and and spending some time with me to have this conversation about jujitsu and and, in our gym. So thanks. And I'll uh, see you in a while. (laughs) See you later, Gator. (laughs) BJJ Matt times.